Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the Bridge Teaching Podcast. We hope that the messages you will hear are both uplifting and challenging. Welcome to the Bridge. Hey guys, what's up? I'm just excited to be speaking to you right now. Grateful that I'm even able to communicate with uh, you in this way. Just grateful for our youth team. Uh, God has uh, gifted our team just in such an incredible way to even be able to uh, put this together and it's being done with excellence so far. I'm so, so grateful for that. Now we're going to be starting and launching a new series. And what's so exciting is that this series was planned uh, back in December, but it is so appropriate. God knew that this was the series that he had right now. And we're going to be in First Peter chapter 1, and we're going to be looking at verses 1 and 2. I'm going to start with the first verse, then Pastor Mike is going to come in after me and close us out with the second verse. So, so grab a Bible, uh, grab your U version, whatever, and open your Bibles to First Peter chapter 1, and we're going to look at verses 1 and 2. And I'm reading from the NIV, and it says, To God's elect exiles scattered throughout the provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctifying work of the Spirit to be obedient to Jesus Christ and sprinkled with his blood. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. Now, these, these provinces that Peter is writing to, this would be known today as modern-day Turkey. And there were Christians, non-Jewish Christians, who would be scattered apart. Uh, they, they, they are, their preference, their desire would have been to, to be together, to be fellowshipping, uh, to be able to carry each other's burdens. But the, the, the pressures of the world around them, the persecution, spread them apart as exiles. They're discouraged right now. And, 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 and Peter, he's writing this letter to encourage these discouraged Christians, which is super appropriate for you and I today. Our desire, my desire, you might be tuning in right now wishing that we were together, not having to connect over a screen. And that's my desire as well. This is not an ideal situation. Circumstances outside of my control and your control have forced us to this moment. And, and yes, it's not ideal, but we have to look in the mirror and ask ourselves, do I really believe that the God, my father, that I worship is sovereign? Do we, do we think or not that he knew this was coming? Peter, he, he said to these people, to God's elect exiles, man, they're discouraged right now, but he wants them to remember, you're chosen, you're not missing, you're not forgotten. God has his eyes on you, he's with you, and he's in you through the Holy Spirit. And, and we've been learning in 2020 that we are exiles, Christians. We're not trying to become exiles when Jesus Christ became our Lord and Savior, but no, we are exiles and we're learning the truth that this life is not our own and this world is not our home. And so me and Pastor Mike, we're gonna be leading you through First Peter these next few weeks and the series is called Longing for Home. Another word for exiles is, is pilgrims. Pilgrims are a group of people who are not settled down. They're searching and looking for a place to settle down. You and I, as exiles, as pilgrims, we will only settle down when we are in heaven. Now is not the time to tap out or, or binge out or, or veg out or anything like that. But no, we must share the heavenly hope that's in you, that I have, that you have, that Peter is attempting to share to us through his word with those who are still of this world. Man, people are confused. They have questions, right? 
And this certainly does not feel like home right now. People are going to get sick and possibly die. I'm nervous for my Nana, who is 90 years old and has diabetes, right? I'm, I'm praying for her. Peyton was praying in our meeting last week that, that God, we would pray. We want this virus to stop in its tracks. We want it to end. We want it to be eradicated. But in the meantime, as we seek the Father and ask for this thing, we still must remain obedient. While we are here, we must live in constant awareness of our true home. That's our role as exiles. We are pilgrims. In times like this, the things that you and I may be tempted to rely on for comfort, they're removed. Gatherings that I I enjoy, that bless me, events that I want to go to with my friends, entertainments like going to the movies, like going to concerts, things that I do regularly, and the privilege and the freedom to be able to gather together and not forsake the gathering believers has has currently in some ways and form that, that that I was accustomed to have been removed. But God's ministry, his church, shall not be stopped. In times like this, we will remember that our mission is to share grace and to share the hope of Jesus Christ and the love of God to those around us. So Pastor Mike, he's going to come in now and, and continue to tear up First uh, Peter, and, and we're going to enter into chapter 2. So let's, let's see what Pastor Mike has to share at this time. Thanks, Jackson. <clears throat> um, so exciting to go through this and, and how verse 2 just fits right into verse 1 and what Jackson just said. But it starts off and says we are chosen for this uh, by God. We're chosen for this time. If you think about it, God knew who was going to be on this earth right now. He knew who his people were going to be when this virus came out. And yeah, we, we might be nervous. We might be anxious. And, and God talks about anxiety in the Bible. He knows that we get anxious. He says that he gives us peace. But the reason he tells us that is because there are problems in this world. He promises us problems in this world. But it's how you handle that anxiety. It's how you handle that fear that makes a difference. And it makes a difference for us Christians. But... Um, God didn't wake up this morning and go, oh, man, there's a virus. What am I going to do? He knew exactly what was going to happen and what we should do about it. And he has you ready for it. Think about Esther, Queen Esther in the Bible. We love that story, right? And there's a verse that says, um, maybe it was such a time as this that you were called. Maybe it's such a time as this that you were called. God knew that you would be listening to this. God knew that he has plans for you. He wants you to do some things during this virus time. So what does that look like? Well, first off, we have to be right with God. We have to get our own peace. But how do you get peace with God? You get peace with God by seeking him. See, you need to go to God in prayer, and you need to go to God and remember all the things he has done. It's when we are in his presence that we feel his, uh, his power. We see his peace. We understand that he's in control. And so we need to really make sure that we're spending time in his presence. Think about this. These Jews, as Jackson was saying, they got scattered. They were sitting in Jerusalem in the synagogue, just loving, uh, meeting together, being, you know, worshiping and doing all the stuff that you do in church. And God brought this great persecution on them so they'd be pushed out. Maybe God brought this virus to push us out of this church in our youth building. Maybe we're just too comfortable sitting around. How many Christians only go to church when, uh, you know, only do go to God when they're in church? How many Christians, the only time they think to pray is when they're in church? You know, so what can we do? You know, we have to figure out how we can still show God's love. You know, the staff got together yesterday. We prayed about it. We were trying to come up with some ideas. But we, and we have some. But really, it's time now to look to God and say, God, what is it you want us to do? 
God already knows what we can do. He already has plans for us. We just need to listen to him and to be guided by him to go do what he planned for us. And as it says in Ephesians 2.10, he made these plans long ago. This isn't new to him. He's like, okay, now it's time for you to step out. And so he's a creative God. He will give us ways to do it. And so that's what we need to ask. How are we going to show God's love when I'm supposed to stand six feet away from somebody? You know how much I'd love to put hands on people and pray for them. I still need to pray for people, but we need to be able to show that love. And, and it's going to be harder, right? We can't meet as much. The verse goes on to say that the Holy Spirit is changing us. He's sanctifying us, which means to become more like Christ. So the Holy Spirit wants you to become more Christ-like. So how is he going to do that? He's going to speak to you if you listen. You know, maybe everything is shut down so we have some time to listen. How many times have you told me that you don't have time to read the Bible? How many times have you told me your life is so busy, you wish you would read the Bible more and pray more, but, you know, you really just can't find the time? Well, we have time now. Yeah, you could go watch Netflix for eight hours, or you could go into the Bible and, and spend some time with God and spend some time praying and worshiping God. And so this is your chance to really say, God, what is it you want me to do? God, how am I going to get more into your presence? So, again, so many people, you know, it's like, oh, what am I going to do? I don't have church. You are the church, right? And so there's still time to be in God's presence and to learn about him. But it, it's going to be really easy to goof off, right? you got a bunch of time off, you know. There's so many things you can just, like, chill out and do. And, you know, once you get lazy, you get lazier, right? So it's going to take discipline. It's going to take a devotion. Are you ready to step out and say, you know what? I'm going to be that man or that woman of God that I've been called to be. And I'm going to take the time to spend some time in God's presence. So don't just sit around and say that this is really bad and that um, I have nothing to do on board. Find things to do. Find things the way to worship God. Find ways to uh, reach out to show God's love to people. You know, it goes on to say that we're sprinkled by the blood of Jesus Christ. We know we're under Jesus' blood. We know that we're forgiven. And, you know, it's, it's like a vaccine. If we had a vaccine for this virus, everybody wants one. It's like, how do we protect ourselves? But you know what? We have a vaccine for life, Jesus Christ's blood. We're, we're forgiven our sins. We're forgiven our failures. And, and we're made right with God. You're royalty. You're a prince or a princess because God is your father. And we need to step up and act like that. And so we know, it says in Romans, you can't be separated from God's love. This virus isn't separating us from God. This virus should bring us closer to God. So let us go to the, the great God who's there waiting for us. Um, because of this sprinkling of the blood, we have a hope that so many people don't understand. And that's what we need to share, the hope of salvation. Yeah, you know, depending on how bad this is, there could be a lot of death. There could be a lot of mourning going on. But for a Christian, there's a hope in that time because we know what we have. We know the future. And we don't ever want to forget that, and that's what we need to share. And then that's why the verse just finishes up and says grace and peace and abundance. See, because of our hope, because of the promises of God, and because of the grace of God, we have peace, peace that can't be explained, peace that we don't even understand. And it's that peace that we want to share with others. So we need to really figure out how to do that. We need to go to God and say, God, first give me peace. Let me trust you. God, show me how to give peace to someone else. And God, is there anyone I can share the gospel with so they can learn to trust in you? 
you know, we want to hear what you have to say. We want to know what God's been speaking to you. We're still your pastors. We still want to be involved in your lives. You can text us. There's going to be a number on the screen for you to, to um, sign up for. Let us know what's going on in your life. If you need prayer, text us. I'll text you a prayer back if I can't call you. Let us just keep in communion with each other. But let us step out, be godly, and be a light to this world. And now, one way we can get into God's presence is worship. And we have a chance right now because Peyton's going to lead us in another song. And I, I challenge you to be involved in this worship time and spend some time in God's presence with Peyton. Thank you. Thanks so much for spending time with us. If you'd like to know more about The Bridge, please follow us on Instagram at wearethebridge. Also, if you need prayer, feel free to send us a DM. Otherwise, tune in next time.